what do we say? We say, what the fuck is up, duelists? What the fuck is up, duelists? This is... is... a new episode of... Oh. No, go ahead. You're the main host. Go ahead. Now do it. Fucking do it. Do it. To quote the oh. immortal words of Shia LaBeouf. Do it. This is fuck. We're doing this live. It's the Pot of Greed podcast presented by Kaiba Corp. Our boss, Kaiba, Sato Kaiba, who pays us money. Yes. Um. He pays us in insults. He pays and us in insults. We're, <laughs> and we're we love him to- for it. He's all hail Kaiba. All hail Kaiba. The secret of the millennial spending. I'm Dan Silva, aka Mike Dawson, aka Burger World Foot Lettuce. <laughs> uh, and this is Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, okay, so first thing I want to get to, which we forgot to do last episode, which was your first episode, is to get you to say your like history with Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah, sure, sure. I forgot about it. Well, let's see. I. Was familiar with the show as a kid, until eventually, like, for some reason, they just took WB out of the local station network? I don't know. It just stopped airing. Or, WB. They didn't want to become too powerful and learn the secrets of Yu-Gi-Oh! I can actually just remember the moment it just stopped and just became, like, a shopping channel or public access or something. Deprived. Deprived of Yu-Gi-Oh! Denied. It was exactly during Kids WB. I think it might have been, like, Ozzie Tricks or some shit like that. Not (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh! Just, like, in the middle of Yu-Gi-Oh! I'm assuming that WB is a channel. Yeah, that's... It's a channel on television. Yeah, that's... Okay, yeah. I think it's CW now. I don't actually know. Uh, It's just not... It's Warner Brothers... And they had a kids yeah. show, and Yu-Gi-Oh was on it. I didn't. I didn't kids know. Block. I didn't know what television was until like 2010. So you know, <laughs> and I'm catching up. I'm catching up. Um, all right. So what happened in this episode? Uh, I guess I could just finish and say that I got reinvested like a, a couple years back, and of course I watched the Abridged series in 2008 or whatever. I got reinvested earlier a few months ago because. This one group of friends I'm in just streams Yu-Gi-Oh a bunch. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Anyways, this episode we met was a two, well, not a two-parter, it's but two episodes of... with a similar scene. Yeah, yeah. No, actually, actually, going back to getting reinvested, like for some reason, I like I forgot about Yu-Gi-Oh and I watched it like last year, and then recently I keep seeing people posting about it, like, people that I haven't followed anyone new, but suddenly there's all this, like, Yu-Gi-Oh content on my Twitter feed and I'm like, who, who, did we all just did we all just suddenly decide to watch Yu-Gi-Oh again? I mean, I'm I'm, we're, I'm here, I'm here for it. But... I think the group of friends I'm in was inspired by, like, Duel Links maybe? Hmm. Like hmm. that, that mobile game or whatever. It might be browser-based, oh. I don't actually know. It's... Oh yeah, there was a game came out, I think. I, I think it's browser-based, but it's a Yu-Gi-Oh! card game online that's official. Sweet. Uh, but yeah, we met we met Shadi in these episodes, and I fucking love Shadi. Shadi is great, and I feel like Shadi would be... 
Shoddy feels like an NPC in a D&D campaign or someone's player character. Basically, he just feels like the hero of a completely different series. That might <laughs> yeah. not even be an anime. Yeah. He's just like a real human that appears or, or something. I also feel like, is he basically just death? Is he just Egyptian death? Is that what he does? Mm. I and guess he kind of is a death-like figure. Because, I, I, yeah, there was like a bit in the museum when Anzu was like, ah, oh, so there's this stone tablet that shows how the like um, servant of Anubis goes and like judges the souls, and then Shadi just comes and does that. But anyway, let, let's let's take it a bit slower and go from the start. Um, yeah. I've just got plane yeah. in all caps. I'm assuming there's a plane at the start. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we see Shadi at the plane. Uh, he just gets off a plane. Some kids look at him oh my because God, yeah. he's a weird foreigner man with I remember, I, strange I, I, ways. I watched it and I was like, he's just carrying those like big scales through the airport and no one's even yeah. looking at it. But then there was a kid just staring at him. I was like, yes, this is realistic. <laughs> it's great. Uh, yeah. He's just got the Millennium items. He's just going through. This is very... I would say this is... Uh, this is a pre nine eleven world, which it was, but also I think <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's just it's just America that has the TSA issues. You I, just see this weird man oh, in a yeah. turban, and no one cares except oh, one child. Yeah, if this had aired in like two thousand and two or yeah, everyone's like, "Wow, look at those accessories, slay Shadi, literally, because you're apparently death." Yeah, he really is just a servant of death. Now that I think about it, we. Let's see, uh... It's, it's peak goth, really. If you think about I, it. We do see, like... I think next is, like, they go to... They go to the excavation, and... I think this man that that we meet is just... I think that's Yugi's grandpa's boyfriend. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, I think so. Because um, they're, like, at school, and they're like, Oh my god, there's an exhibition about Egypt. Um, and they all decide to go... I do have a note that where um, they talk about there's like a recap um, where they're like, oh, this is this like um, excavation, everyone died, and then someone's like, oh, hey, uh, Yugi, isn't your puzzle from that? And then Joey's like, oh my god, Yugi, are you cursed? And Yugi's like, no, I'm not cursed. And then in his like little aside in his thoughts, he's like, oh my god, I keep forgetting things. I'm having blank lapses of memory, and I'm like, oh my god, Yugi. I mean, I guess oh, you no. are cursed, but it's fine. It's good. You're but, cursed yeah. with a friend. You're cursed with a friend. You're cursed with friendship. Um, but yeah, then they all decide to go to the museum and meet Yugi's grandpa's boyfriend. There's also like this weird shady museum curator guy. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, he, he. I've I've named him Fat Cat in my notes. I can. He looks like I. I lost my notes, but I distinctly recall writing this down in my notes. He had. He looks like he should be providing, like, a deep voice in a barbershop quartet with that hat and general outfit. And <laughs> he's just look. Bit. Yeah, because he's, he's got, like, this kind of little boater hat that's just... Um, yeah. Um, oh, oh my god. Did you, do you remember the part where Honda... The reason that Honda wants to go to the <laughs> museum is because he's yes. heterosexual? Yes. That's... He needs to impress the... He needs to impress Miho. Chan so much. She's mm. going to fall in love with him because she'll be scared of the mummies, except Joey is actually scared of mummies. I, I fucking love how Joey's like, 
Joe is like the one who's always trying to fight, and then he's like incredibly superstitious and scared of like the spooky things. Uh, it's great. Like he has this whole like fantasy where he's like, "I'll go to the museum, and then he will be scared, and she'll fall right into my arms." And I'm like, "Fuck the '90s for portraying this as acceptable. Fuck off, Honda. Go away. Just he he needs to stop." Uh, yeah, he needs to admit that he's really in love with Joey. Yes. Do they go in the exhibit yet, or does something else happen? They're outside. Yeah. So yeah, I have. I'll. I'll keep. I will guide. I will guide us with my nine pages of notes plus illustrations. I got way too into these episodes, man. I got like uh, they were really good episodes. I watched them when I was like really hungover and sad um, because like. I like Saturday was a shit day for me basically because my art skill burned burned down and I was really sad so I was like I'm just gonna watch Yu-Gi-Oh and make myself feel better and okay it, it's extremely fucking worked and I got way too like way too into it into it and wrote several small essays in my notes um, so in this part of the essay I've written about how yes the fat cat like he's like the investor man the bar- the barbershop quartet base is like an art dealer. Yes. And he asks Yugi if he can have his Millennium Puzzle. He's like, oh, this artifact, could we just exhibit it for a day? And Yugi's just like, hmm, I kind of don't want to, but he just, he just, he just lets it. Just fucking takes, he, he just, just fucking takes a child's jewelry. Yeah. But Yugi is so pure that he's like, can't possibly oh. fathom that this guy is going to do anything bad. He's like, mm, it'll be fine. Looks like you're, sounds like you're getting some like, the da-da-da-da-da-da-da thing. It's gone now. Anyways, yeah, go on, nice. go on. Um, but yeah, and I, I have um, a lot of feelings about how Yugi is just so trusting because he is, as we learn on later in the episode, canonically a pure soul, free of wicked thought, and like his and brain, has the mind of a five-year-old. He's so good, he cannot conceive of any anyone else doing anything bad, which is the reason he's incredibly gullible, naive, and trusting, yes. and gets into all this shit. Um, and I love him for it. And I would he's die for so him. He's so good. He's so good. I want Yugi to be my son. I want Yugi to be my son, and I want Yami to be my dad. <laughs> I could do with that. But yeah, they think that's that after Yugi gives um, the base, the barbershop quartet base, um, his Millennium Puzzle, just hands it over, that's when they go in. Let's see, they go in, I remember there's... What happens is, Miho thinks mummies are cute, and I agree. Mummies are cute. (laughs) But like, she thinks that they're, she thinks it's cute because it looks like a baby, because it doesn't have any hair. Um, God, that's so weird and great. Miho, babies aren't cute. The fuck are you on about? Newborn babies are terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I, like, have you ever seen a mummy in, like, IRL? I don't think so. Probably not. Because I, I know there was one in the Ulster Museum for a while when I was a kid. Um, and she was, like, really, she was really small. She was, like, four foot five. She was just, she was, like, the same size as me, and I was, like, six years old. And I remember going, and it was actually, she was actually really spooky. She just like a weird shriveled up person in this tiny, tiny case. And yes. I mean, I remember thinking it was sick as fuck when I was five. Holy shit. Um, but I, you know, I don't, I wouldn't say it was cute. 
I mean, uh, th- she's th- going th- to become a goth one day. Yeah, Miho, Miho's good. Miho's gonna get over Honda, realize that like she's she's goth, and it'll be all right for the world. And and then and then she'll leave the show, and we'll never remember her again because she's goth now. She's too busy with her goth GF. Yeah, her goth GF. Who is the uh, protagonist of a different anime. Yeah, exactly. She just switches animes after this with her goth Gia. Um Yeah, this is the iconic moment where Joey jumps into Honda's arms like a funny gay. Um, yeah. I do, I do, honestly, I do kind of ship them, though. It's good. They, yeah. they, have, they, have good, they have good banter between them. Now, they're all sitting around looking at the mummy, and then someone i think is like oh this is spooky uh we're gonna leave and not be cursed and then they just kind of leave yugi there just staring up at the mummy i remember there's like some weird commentary about like are are archaeologists just grave robbers or not oh we have some good yo yes there is some good post-colonial commentary here Mm, and that um pardon me um it mentions at some point that all the treasures were given back to egypt by their private collectors, which I mean, it would be nice if like the British Museum did that with all the shit God. they stole from. <sighs> I'm like, I remember I was at the British Museum and I was in like down in the African section, and there's just like a note on the wall that was like, "These treasures were obtained after the British invasion of such and such a city." So it just there's a note that just says that this is loot. So they're just it just says that on the wall. It just. Luke, yeah. get. Let's see. I think Shadi shows up at this point. This is. Oh my god, yes, because I've got the music here is a spooky glockenspiel and it's hella sick. God. When um, Shadi comes up, and Shadi just comes up and starts crying immediately, silently. And it's very good. Um, and he says that his tears are the tears of the Pharaoh whose soul cannot move on to the afterlife. And, like. I'm pretty. Like, the mummy that's there is. Like the pharaoh, like the you, like Yugi's pharaoh, like that's him, right? Isn't Is it? Is that just him? Huh. I'm pretty sure I'm that's. Sure. I don't actually know. I guess it could be. I like. I'm assuming that if it if it was from the same exhibit that the Millennium Puzzle came from, which I think it is, it that it's just the it's the pharaoh. I guess so. Yeah. Huh. Like. I guess it I, would be. I hope it is because like. Because then there's like the really cool parallel that like the episode in which Yugi meets the Pharaoh's body in real life is also the episode in which he like becomes aware that he's sharing a body with this like malevolent Egyptian spirit who is the spirit of the Pharaoh, which he just met the mummy of in real life. Oh my god, that's so cool. God, it's incredible. <clears throat> Maybe I'm just reading too much into it. I, I, I'm glad you are because it, it does make things way more interesting. I'm like, project, project, project out here like a... Hmm. Let's see what's next. So we've got Shadi. He, he's cried. He's. I just okay. I took some screen caps of this. I hope that it. Mm-hmm. I hope that it. I'm just gonna pop these in the Discord. Right, I right. I see if you remember these. Oh. He it... pats Yuki on the head, right? Yes. Oh it's God. so good. It's Shadi the fucking. Savage. He's like, what a cute boy. And like, pats Yugi's full-on fucking porcupine hair on the head. And Yugi's like, I'm not a boy. I'm a high schooler. Mm. Uh, he has he has Koichi disease. He has Koichi disease. Well, you know, I mean, I'd really say that Koichi has Yugi disease. Like, Yugi's like the epitome of Koichi disease. Um, 
Yeah. And that's like just their whole interaction. Like Shadi just appears, cries, calls Yugi a child, says some shit, some mystical shit about the pharaoh, and then leaves. Iconic. Amazing. Love Shadi. Local boy met with strange mystery mysterious man who cries. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's great his eyeliner doesn't even come off when he cries. Like, what product are he using, Shadi? Shadi, give me those makeup tips. You look so fresh. Um, but yeah, after that, we cut to a shot of the um, barbershop quartet base selling Yugi's puzzle to, like, just someone. And he's like, hey, meet me after closing time and I'll we'll agree on a price for the Millennium Puzzle. Um, and then they leave because the um, squad arrive and... They take a picture with the Millennium Puzzle. I think. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, and it's really cute because they do like anime poses, and they're like, ooh, like Yugi does V fingers or peace fingers, mm-hmm. and Joey like points at it and is like, hey, and it's very cute. And then they leave the museum, I think. Yeah, and I think Yugi stays behind because he needs to get the Millennium Puzzle back. Oh, yeah, because that's why he's, like, in the museum by himself. That now makes sense. Yeah. I think, yeah, Shadi is basically, because he's deaf, I guess, um, goes to find the Barbershop Quartet base art dealer and just, like, knocks on his office door and is there to judge and kill him with the Millennium Scale, basically. Yeah. Oh, I've written that, like, oh, yeah, I remember this, because... Shadi basically does the same thing that Yami does, but like he, it, that's just him, and he's like, yeah. "I'm here to play a Yami no game," and like his eyes glow when he says Yami no game, and it's absolutely sick yeah. to see. The scene is really cool, like the light is coming in through the office windows, yeah. the blinds, yeah. so surreal and ominous. And he ominous. does, he does possibly kill a man on his way in. I don't, or maybe he knocks him out. He's just. He curator's meeting the dude, and the dude just gets, like, knocked out or murdered or something by Shadi before he can meet, and then Shadi presents him with the Yamito game. Yeah, he he's just... He never appears again in the episode. Like, the buyer guy... the guy he just, was going to sell the Millennium Puzzle to, I think. Yeah, the art buyer. I'm pretty sure he's just dead. Like, he never appears again. It's never... It, uh, so that's like, meanwhile, Yugi's waiting outside and like inside the office, um, the dealer, art dealer guy is just being tortured in a very cool way, um, I have to say. I mean, it's you know, a cool torture sequence where he has to like, he puts a feather against the scale and he just tells him, so you've got to tell the truth about these things. Are you, are you telling the truth or are you ri- lying and he gives, like, all these moral things that kind of implies he might have, like, left a girl for dead. Yeah. And stolen like, a ring. Oh, if you... He gives him, like, prisoner dilemma questions, basically. And it's like, oh, if you could pull a liver and, like, save three people, would you? And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, but he's lying. And the scale goes down and down. And basically his soul is forfeit. And because and he's then his like, chair turns into a monster yes I love it it's like so cool and Shadi's eyes are glowing and he's just like standing there in judgement and have I said I love Shadi Shadi's great <laughs> yeah and honestly I think that this kind of punishment should happen to like every British museum curator from the last 200 years yeah. Um, like they all deserve it Yeah. return the things to like Petra and shit like oh my god 
does the big does the investor guy die? Hmm. I think he uh, dies. The curator is just mind tortured. I distinctly remember like, him like face down on his desk, just like not moving. Because I swear, there's like a shot of him like screaming, like the other Yamino game people. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, that's just what he deserves. But I know, yeah. I know that Shadi like picks up the Millennium Puzzle from the desk, and he's like shook. He's like, "Holy shit! Someone solved it! Oh my god!" Yeah, no one um, could have solved this mess, this magical three D puzzle in thousands of years. Yes, certainly not a child. And then, yeah, because he meets Yugi on the way out, and Yugi's like, "Oh, hey, thanks, you got my puzzle." And Shaki's like, "Holy shit, it's a child! Holy shit!" Yep, goes into his mind. Yeah, like with he just the Millennium has a key that like flies into Yugi's forehead, and yeah, we just unlocks his brain, and we go in, and it's very yeah. cool, and I like it. I've always like been a fan of like any sequence where you get to see like a representation of the inside of someone's mind. It's like a good exploration thing of what the character's like. Yeah, yeah. And because like, later on we go into um, Taya's mind, or Anzu. Oh, yeah. And, like, it's like a I dance was, studio. I, it looks like a vaporwave setting, but <laughs> oh my God, slightly yeah. darker. Like, there's so much in the scene that looks like the background of like a vaporwave mix on YouTube. I, I listen to a lot of vaporwave mixes on YouTube, I must confess. Um, but it's really cool. And I think I remember in the manga, whenever... Um, Shadi uses the key to go into um, uh, uh, Yugi's grandpa's boyfriend's mind, and it's like an office, and there's all these like archaeological relics, and it's like oh, really cool. Um, but I think the only place, apart from Yami's mind, which is like we're, we'll talk about in a minute, I think that's the only yeah. place we go into. But yeah, we go into Yugi's mind, and oh my god, I love that. I watched this like whole sequence inside yeah. Yugi and Yami's mind. Like, I watched it twice, and then I went back and I read the manga version of it because I was like, oh my god, it's so cool. Yugi is such a pure and innocent child. Like, it's inc- just canonically, demonstratively, is. I think the quote is. Um, there are two rooms in this child's mind. One is scattered with toys and pure, without wicked thought. I love him. I love it. And then, yeah. And then there's another, like, creepy, spooky door. Um, and Shadi goes in, and it's like, dun dun dun. Yami's just standing there, like, oh, he's so cool. I love Yami. Yeah. He's got to go through this mind puzzle. He's got to go through his Yami no game, which is. You've got to go inside my mind or you'll meet terrible fate. And, yeah. like, he keeps... It's like this whole M.C. Escher painting and whenever Shadi tries to open a door, it's the wrong one and it's like some horrible torture trap. Yeah, it's like the labyrinth in Labyrinth. With, except instead of David Bowie, it's, it's Yami and uh, Yami is just like... I don't think Yami know Like, Yami doesn't know who he is. I think Shadi is just like, I need to go through your mind because I need to know the secret of the Millennium Puzzle. And Yami's like, mm, oh, do you know? Well, good fucking luck. Yeah, let's see. There's like a fire trap. I think a water trap. Shadi does get set on fire. Yeah, very much gets set on fire. And I think at that point, like, Yami just like phases through the wall and is like, problem? Are you, are you having some troubles there? He just loiters around while Shadi gets fucked up by his weird mind puzzle, and 
It's good. It's very good. Yeah, and eventually Shadi has to realize he must see with his his inner eye, so to speak. Use yeah, all Shadi, of his senses. Shadi starts talking about his like mind powers that he has and that has had this whole time. And he's like, oh, I could just use my magic brain powers to find the right room. And then he does, and it's just... Da-dun. Yugi's there. He's just chilling like a villain. He says, yo. Yo. He's just, yo. Young. He's, oh, yeah. he's like, when will your fave ever? Like, he's sitting on a throne. Shadi comes in, he's like, yo. You found it. And then I, Shadi kind of fucking dies. Um, but, oh yeah, the yeah. floor collapses. Just, just cause, and then Yami decides, you know, I'll, I'll let this guy live. He seems okay enough. He's Yami. not a weird asshole like the past few people I've mind tortured. Yami, this is the first. This is this. Okay, this is the first time in his life or in his current incarnation inside Yugi's brain. This is the first time he's done something nice for something. This is the first time yeah. he's done a good thing. Yeah, and that means a lot to me. Personally, um, because, like, the whole reason that I love Yu-Gi-Oh! is because I love the relationship between Yugi and Yami. And, okay, this is kind of the point in my notes at which I went off and wrote, like, a kind of 500 to 1,000 word-ish essay on how much I love Yugi and Yami's relationship. And just... It's so good. You love to see it. I... It's like... It's like... Okay, you know the way Yugi, like, inherits the powers of darkness? Mm-hmm. Quote, quote, unquote. That's what the prophecy says. You know what? I mean, the thing that really matters is that Yami is that the pharaoh inherits the powers of goodness and purity and uh, from Yugi. And, like, Yugi makes him a better person. Like, yes. and... It's like, you know all the, like, these, like, cursed item tropes in D&D? Yeah. Where you, like, you get an item and then you have to make a wisdom saving throw so it doesn't change yeah. your alignment? It's like, mm-hmm. it's like Yugi made his wisdom saving throw so good that he changed the cursed item's alignment to good, like, in the end. And that's, like, phenomenal to me. It's like, it's like if Frodo was so good that whenever he put on the ring, instead of the ring, like, corrupting him and making him into an asshole, like, Sauron was the one who suddenly became good and was like, you know, actually... It's so good! Mordor, well, we'll just disband Mordor. I'm suddenly going to become nice. I'm like... It's. This is really, it's it's so great. It's the thing. I just I just love thing. it. It's the thing, and this is like the episode where all that where we like start to see that Yami starts becoming a better person, and then in the next episode he like is a better person. And <laughs> okay, I'm done. That's that's my run over. I mean, it's not. I'll, I'm sure I'll come back to this, but I'm I'm ready to. Yeah. I need to calm down. I'm glad this anime is so good. What happens next? Let's yeah, but like, I can't. I kind of went off on one and can't remember where we are. Do we like find out the secret of the Millennium Puzzle? I don't know. I guess that it contains the Pharaoh. Oh, oh! It says Shadi does say that the Millennium Puzzle used to be used to judge and punish criminals. Which is kind of what Yami's been doing with it for the last yeah. five episodes for, like, random The last few episodes, yeah. Yeah, like, Yami just, like, saves Shadi from, like, dying in his mind and then is like, you can leave now. Um, You've got some connection issues.
There we go. Okay, where were we? This is like the end okay. of episode one. Maybe yeah, like I think five. we... We're at the end of the episode. Yugi, I think Yugi goes back to like see what's up with uh, the barbershop quartet fat cat curator. The, okay, the, I know. I remember the end of this episode is that Shadi um, just like leaves Yami's room and comes out of Yugi's mind, and he's just like kneeling on the ground in front of Yugi, like in meat space, um, in the middle of the museum, and Yugi's just like tiny Yugi's just in front of him, like hey. Hey dude, hey dude, are you okay? You've just been sitting there, like, for five minutes doing nothing. Are you okay? And Chaddy's like, whoa, wow, kid. The other you is hardcore and really taught me a lesson there. And Yugi's like, um, uh, the other me? What? That happened. Chaddy's like, I entered his mind to test the boy, but I was the one who was tested. And Yugi's just like, are you okay, dude? Like, are you okay? Um, and then that's the end of the episode. Do we oh, yeah. have anything we, we want to do in the middle, or just continue on to the next one? Um, the thing that I forgot to do at the start was say the name of the episode. Oh, yeah. What uh, is the I don't know what the name of this episode is. It's the one where they go into Yugi's brain, or mind, and it's cool, but I don't know what the name of it is. It says that it's... Let me... I should have written it down. Now it's revealed Yugi's secret. Yeah, see, Max is really good at doing, like, organized structure of, like, hi guys, this is what we're doing. We're watching the 1998 uh, original Season Zero Yu-Gi-Oh! anime, and I'm just like, hello, I'm here to scream about Yami and Yugi and how much I love their relationship. There's... We just love them so much. Yeah, I probably... Yeah, I probably should have mentioned at the top of the episode that hello, 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 listeners... It's just me and Dan yes. today. Max and Argyle have died, sadly, tragically. No, that's They were alive. sent to the graveyard. They were sent to the graveyard. Um, Max was hit with a trap card called Busy Lifestyle, and Argyle is under the magic card No Internet Connection. So they, they lost their jewels this week and are dead and can't come to us. Yeah. Tragically. They'll be back. They might... If if things get worse, they might get sent to the shadow realm. Yeah, we can we can play podcast host reborn next week. Mm. That's a card. Yeah, that I know. <laughs> we should have mentioned that. Yeah, do we have to like go back and put that in at like? Ah, oh, fucking, it's fine. Like people, can, people can just like wait until now to. It's fine. It's whatever. All right, let's cool, talk cool. about episode six. What's episode six called? All right, episode six does start with Yugi's grandpa's boyfriend. In horrible danger, and I got so scared about his well-being. And then it says, desperate situation, yeah. burning friendship battle. And I initially assumed that the battle was over Yami, or Yugi's grandpa's boyfriend. Yeah, because um, yeah, yeah, he, um, like, Shadi is just like, I'm here to judge you. And Yugi's grandpa's boyfriend is like, oh, fuck, and jumps out a window? Because he's done bad things, apparently. Not as bad as Fat Cat Barbershop Quartet no. Investor Man. No. But he ends up in hospital, and then everyone's like in hospital like, Oh no, Yugi's grandpa's boyfriend is hurt. But he's fine and not dead. Yeah. Yugi's grandpa's gotta stay there to comfort him, though. Uh, yeah, he's like, I gotta stay here with my boyfriend. 
And then, like, I think the rest of them go back, and they do have some really good night fashion looks, I remember. I've got, I've written down, Joey's wearing the sickest varsity jacket while they're walking home from school. And he's got it just, Um, he's only got the single button, the top button, buttoned. Yeah. And, I mean, of course, Yugi's still wearing his goddamn school uniform, because he's the protagonist, and he's only allowed one outfit, which is... Let's see, Tristan has, like, this sort of, I think he's wearing, like, a, a comfy sweater... Tristan quite Tristan likes his sweaters. Yeah, like he was wearing a sweater vest in the last episode. Yeah, and Tay has got on this really nice like sweater vest combo, and it's really good. It's a jest, I think. It's just really a good j- night j- fashion. Jest is it? Is a jest a word? I'm saying or that it's, jest? I'm suggesting that it's jeans and vest. Maybe it's a jean vest. Maybe oh. I don't know. It it looks like a sleeveless oh. jean jacket. A jest. Yeah, I thought it was. I I thought this was just a funny thing you were saying, like a like a jest. Mm. Like a, yeah, I a, realized a, immediately yeah. after I said it that it needed clarification. <laughs> um, yeah. So they they like walk home from the hospital, having like gone to visit Yugi's grandpa's boyfriend, and then like Shadi's just following them like a creepy little fucker, yeah. and. Anzu is just like, bye guys, I'll see you tomorrow. And Shadi follows her and like mind controls her. Yeah. And this is when we get to see that her mind room is a dance studio. And it's the Vaporwave it's dance studio and I love it. Oh, vaporwave. Oh. Shadi says... Do you think Do you think Anzu vapes? I, hey, which I, one vapes? Hmm. Let's see. This, well, I think Honda vapes. Hmm. If they were given access to vaping tools, I think... Tristan slash Honda would vape, definitely. I don't know about Anzu or slash Taya. She might No, I don't think she would vape. No. She seems like she even like vaping she'd worry would get in the way of like her fitness for her dancer career. I feel career. like she'd see she'd see Honda vaping and just like kick the vape out of his hand, be like, Don't vape. It's bad. Someone would would get a whiff of that and just collapse. Yugi would think it smelled really nice and try to compliment him. Because he... Yes, like, he just wouldn't know what it was. He'd be like, I'm too innocent to know what this is. He, um, he doesn't understand, but he thinks it's... At, le- at first he gets scared, but then he just tries to accept it and just gets nice. He's just... He finds something nice to say about vaping. Yeah, yeah. He'd find he'd be like, "Oh, I, 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 fuck, I can't think of anything nice to say about it's, vaping." It's it's a smokeless pipe, and it, it doesn't. It's wonderful that he's he's doing something that won't get him addicted to cigarettes, that won't hurt him as much as cigarettes, and that it smells very yeah. nice somehow. Thanks, thanks, Yugi. Uh, yeah. So the episode. <laughs> Shadi is vaping tangent. Shadi, it, Shadi is impressed by. Shadi thinks Tay is a good girl. Yeah, like he feels bad for brainwashing her, and damn right he should. Yeah. Um, he's like, oh, for the greater good, I must like brainwash her and use her as my puppet. Fuck off, Shadi. You're losing my respect here. It does say in this. For this next section in the wiki page, Anzu is acting weird. I mean, Anzu is acting really weird. At first I thought Shadi just straight up directly possessed her. I don't know, because, like, her voice is different. Like, she comes, like, they go to, like, they're in school the next day, and Anzu has, like, the blank face where, like, she has no pupils in her eyes. 
basically she goes around trying to kill Yugi. Like Yugi, they're in like sports practice and someone's like, Yugi, you have to go off and get the chalk. So Yugi like goes into the store closet and like Anzu pushes a load of heavy things over onto this tiny, tiny chalk. I really do like Yugi's um, gym outfit or groundskeeper outfit. Yeah. I thought he might be yeah. in the beautification club. I'm not sure. It looks like something you'd wear while cleaning. In an anime, at least. Honda's like, I'll start vaping if you join the beautification club. And he... <laughs> anyway. Yeah, and there's kind of there's kind of a montage of Anzu going around trying to kill, basically, Yugi. Mm-hmm. I think the gang are like, hey, where did um, uh, Anzu and Yugi go? And they just, like, go find them and find her in a storeroom, like, throttling Yugi on the ground. And it's really creepy. God. And she, like, speaks with Shadi's voice. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. And this is kind of when there's a lot of like screaming and running around and everyone's like, ah, and Anzu runs away and they go to find her, I think. Yeah. I've just written that when they split yeah. up, Honda is like, don't run in the corridor. Let's split up, gang. Yeah, they split the party to go find Anzu. And this is when Yugi ends up on the roof. Yeah. And like everyone else is downstairs and shit. And like Anzu's on basically a gangplank. That that's been attached to the roof. Uh yes. Um, she's yeah. She's like Shadi's done a walk the plank pirate style, and she's possessed and like blank and like not aware of what she's doing. Uh, and Yugi comes up and is like, "Oh no, Anzu!" And this, yeah, this is when we cut back to like Honda's possessed now, and it's really fucking creepy. It's, it's extremely bad. Like he's doing this like zombie moan with like two tones, like. <sighs> Yeah, he's he's a zombie now. And he ch- he's a zombie now. And he chases them with a broom. <laughs> Which is very appropriate for a beautification club yeah. member. And it's very, very creepy, and I don't like to see it, and I'm really glad that he gets covered in, like, white goo so he can't see his bad face. Yeah. And it's kind of like we cut between Honda chasing around Joey and Miho, mm-hmm. and between the roof where Shadi is just like, Yugi, I have your, like, friend here. Um, you'd better get angry so I can meet the other Yugi. He's just trying to force it out. Shadi started his own Yamino game. Yeah, where he's like, feel your anger. And then Yugi does get angry, and Yami just, boop, mm-hmm. Yami's there. I did write down, like, because I, because, like, after these episodes, I went back and read the yeah. manga because I got really into them. There is this one, like, panel in the manga where it's really clear that Yugi is aware of his change into Yami for this one. Like, there's a panel where there's kind of, like, a transparent, translucent outline of Yugi's face, and just, like, Yami rising up inside him, and it's very cool um, to me that it's, like, explicit that Yugi, like, fucking notices this time that, like, the weird spirit possesses him. And yeah, so Yami's here, and he's here to play the game. Yeah, and basically Taya's got, like, this whole five... Wait, did we already explain what the no. conditions of the game are? This I is guess. when Shadi sets up the Yamino game and explains the rules. Which mm-hmm. are... What are the rules? Uh, it's like... Well, the losing conditions are... The, the, the more, like, faith or bravery Yami loses, the more the little Egyptian statues that are holding up Taya start to crack. And I think one or two of them yeah, break at this like point. you cannot reveal weakness in your heart right. or something. And the actual game itself is like, 
a match tile thing, but there's nine, and you can't match up nine. So you have to all match it up at once somehow. Like, the Kishari has basically the same um, uh, illusion kind of powers mm-hmm. as Yami does. Like, basically does similar stuff that Yami does to, like, in yeah. the watch episode and stuff. Um, and he does the same thing as earlier with the chair, mm-hmm. where he made the chair turn into a monster. Like, he makes a monster come out of the just out of the, the ground, out of the roof tiles, um, and makes the monster like trap um, Yami. And then there's like this set of some tiles lined up in front of him, and he's like, he tells Yami, he's like, you have to name the tile in the middle. Yeah. But we're not. You can't turn any of them over. You just have to like figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then he tell he tells him he's like the tiles are like a mirror. Hmm. Yami just how does he figure it out? Basically, from what I remember, I was, he mm. figures out there's it's got to be a reflection, and then he thinks maybe it's a reflection of the monster. It's got two eyes, two hands, two two ears, whatever, and that just leaves one thing in the middle, which must be its gaping mouth. I mean, I guess. Brain genius Yami wins the game. Yeah, and Taya's almost about to fall off, but but Joey and Tristan come to save the day by holding up the board. And... There, there's another game before that. Because oh, is there? Yeah, there is. There's the one where Joey, like, there's illusory Joey. Like, Shadi makes an illusion of Joey. Mm-hmm. Who, like, bullies Yugi. Oh, that's right! That's right! Yeah, um, because that's what makes the two, like, two of the totem things that are holding up Taya mm -hmm. uh, break, because uh, yeah, Joey appears and, like, snatches his Millennium Puzzle and does exactly the same shit as in episode one, and Yugi's like, no, my friend! And, like, shows weakness, and the two totems Mm -hmm. break. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then they play this kind of game where they're rolling the Millennium Puzzle like a dice and wherever it points you have to walk yeah. and you're going to walk towards the edge of the roof where you're going to fall out, blah blah blah. They use the puzzle as a weird D4. And I mean, oh my god, how cool would it be to have a D4 that was the Millennium Puzzle? Does that, do they sell that? I don't think you could make a direct one, I, or maybe you could, huh? I mean, I'm gonna make you could one. probably do something like that. I'm just not sure how, just... how the D4 lines up, but if you can make it just shape just right, it might work. Let me see if I can paint one of my D4s like a Millennium. Oh, I've got it. Yes, I have a spare D4. Good. I'm going to paint it like a Millennium puzzle. Post. Anyway. That's going to be good. I will. Make I sure will. to post it in the show notes. I, I will. I just feel like it might be a little off because I think the puzzle is a five-sided thing. But you could... Yeah, because it's, it's one of those pyramids that has... Yeah. Four, four sides, yeah. not like a D4. Yeah. So I guess it's a D4, but no, wait, the sides aren't the same. Anyway, I just, I think about dice polyhedral shapes too mm. much. But yeah, so they're, they're playing this game, and the thing, like, the thing that wins the game for Yami is that he just, like, refuses to play. He's like, I will not roll against my friend. I trust my friend. My friend will not do anything to hurt me, while Joey's like, meh, rolling, like, you will walk this way and die off the roof. And Yami's like, no, I trust my friend. And I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> he believes in friendship. He like, loves his friends. He loves his friends! And th- that's the reason... Oh yeah, this is the point at which um, real Joey and Honda like show up and support Anzu's plank from below. Because it's about to break. Um, yeah, that's when this ha- thing I talked about earlier happens, yeah. Yeah. 
that's the point at which Shadi is like, the children are supporting each other, which is extremely funny because Joey's literally supporting Anzu's walk yeah. the plank plank from below while Yami is playing the game and like believing in the support of his friends. Yeah. And you know. just everyone's being so supportive. Yeah. And this just breaks Shadi's fucking mind. No, not the power of friendship. <laughs> exactly. It's, I mean, it's cheesy as fuck, but I honestly love it. Yeah. Like, Let's see. I don't remember where Shadi actually goes after this. He just kind of, I think, disappears. Huh. Like, he just, he's like, oh, you've, you've, you've won again, Luz Theron. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's just like, you've won and kind of leaves. He's like, fair dues, bye. Yeah. We'll meet again or something. Yeah. Um, and then Miho's just there. She didn't do much. She's just yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, she just she's just there. I, again, another point at which I'll be like, uh, in the manga, we never find out the power of the Millennium Puzzle. No, I guess not. Like, it's... It's mentioned, it's like, at this, at the, in the last episode, they're like, oh, this will reveal the power of the Millennium Puzzle. And then, like, that, that's never followed up on. However, it is in the manga. Oh, cool. What is it? Can you, can you, can you guess? It's Yami. It's like, no, 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 no. You've, you've already mentioned this. Like, you know what it is. Like, trust me, you know what it is. It is, it is. It's the power of friendship. Sorry, I was looking for Oh! It's... God! Okay. I was about... I kind of guessed the power of friendship, but I wasn't sure. Like, just trust your instincts. I'm dropping the panel from the manga into the Discord chat now. Mm -hmm. Um, there it is. Oh, wow. Huh. That's the power of the Millennium Puzzle. Cool. It's literally... It... 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 I am absolutely flabbergasted that they, they just did that. They just... Canonically, the power of the Millennium Puzzle is the power of unity between yeah. friends. Yeah. I... Having fun with my friends. Having fun with my friends. Um, my next note is... I I think that's about the end of the episode. Yeah, that's, that's the end is of the episode. Any, yeah. Um, and we do get the preview. There is going to be Tamagotchi and a I'm, weird fat kid. And I'm so it's excited. going to be so good. Like, there are Tamagotchis and the Tamagotchi... like. There's a, in the preview, it's like... It's like a Yugi-shaped one? It's the shape of his hair. His Tamagotchi is the same shape as his hair. It's so good. It's... I, I cannot wait to tell people about how in, epi- in Yu-Gi-Oh! Season 0, there was a Tamagotchi episode. Yeah, Neville will be like, Geomonsters whomst? <laughs> Fuck that shit. Uh, yeah, and I think Kaiba's in this, or maybe... I think I saw like Kaiba in one of the previews. It seems like they preview like... A couple episodes. Yeah, they just at like once. show you what's coming up in the series. It's not like this in the next episode. It's just like in the future. Um. Yeah, that's podcast. Yeah. Next week we should have people back to. Um, yeah. Entertain us. Um. In the meanwhile, I am Sarah. You can find me on Twitter at Sarah McCostumes. I'm on Tumblr as Cosmimer, and um, that's about it. And I also... Oh, yeah. While we were talking about D4s, I remembered Wait, did, that... Hmm? Did we get any questions? Oh, yeah. Did we get any questions? Uh, I don't think we did. Let me check. I don't think we got any questions. Okay, then. Uh, um, is that all, hey, everything you need to say? Or is there anything questions. else you need to cover? Please send us questions. You can send them at podofgreed 
at dot tumblr dot com. That's one word. Uh, pod of greed. Pod like podcast of greed like the card that lets you draw two more cards from your hand. Let's see. You can find me at Mike underscore Dawson with a zero on Twitter. That's M-I-K-E underscore D-A-W-S-0-N. You can also find, like, me at Mike Dawson, one word, with a zero on Tumblr. I don't really use it. I just reblog shit. Uh, And you can also find my comedy Twitter blog, Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher congratulates Xbox on the various holidays... Let's see. The most recent one, I believe, was Happy Father's Day, Xbox. Nice. Happy Father's Day, Xbox. Happy Father's Day, Xbox. Yeah, the the last thing I was going to plug is that I um, make really big dice out of foam. Um, if you're at all interested in having like a giant D4, say, around the size of the Millennium Puzzle or slightly bigger... Um, I sell those on Etsy, and if you can just if you just search really big dice, you find them. I do like D20s and D all the all the D sizes, all the nerd dice sizes you can buy from me, uh, so I can have money to pay our hosting fees. Um, right. All right. Um, I all gotta right. say, I didn't think our ender worked very well last episode. I feel like we could do better for an ending thing. Yeah. Tried Yu-Gi-Oh! No, oh yeah. I could try that again, but see, it, it works when it's the funny line of the guys jumping through the wall with the bottle of fireball. I don't think we have that energy here. We're How far ahead are we willing to go for for Yu-Gi-Oh stuff? Because there is a lot of good stuff you can draw from for for a sign-off, maybe. Probably. Uh, I mean, as far as I know, I mean, I've only, I've only watched Time's running out, and so much at stake. Everything riding on the turn of a card. We'll show what we made of. As we fight through the world we love.